You are now listening to episode two of season two of the Entrepreneur Happy Hour podcast. Our guest today is Bruce Bright Jr. He's the owner of a mobile detailing business that he started in August of 2020. Since the start of his business, he has done 15K in sales, all while being a full-time college student and basketball player. His major is business with a focus in marketing, and he'll be graduating in May of 2021. He's also the host of Adventures of an Entrepreneur podcast. On to the episode. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Happy Hour podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly Denise. This podcast is for entrepreneurs. Whether you're just getting started or working your business part-time or just looking for some inspiration. Each episode, you will hear the incredible stories of entrepreneurs from around the world. These entrepreneurs are subject matter experts in their niche. Want to show off your fan status? Make sure you're subscribed to the show so you can be one of the first to listen to my latest episode, which starts right now. So grab your favorite beverage and let's talk about business. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for uh, having me on the show. I'm glad to be here. Yes, wonderful. So if you don't mind um, telling everybody a little bit more about yourself, about your business and all of that good stuff, because I think some of our entrepreneurs may be able to relate and connect with you, but also may find your story empowering as well. For sure. Yeah. So as she said, I'm 22. I live in Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, I grew up here. I go to college here now at a small uh, liberal arts college where I also play basketball. Uh, I'm a senior business major with a focus in marketing. Um, played basketball all four years, going through my last season right now. We're doing really well. We're six and two. Have to plug that. Uh, but we're doing really well on our way to a championship, hopefully. Uh, and then toward the spring, I'm going to start revamping the business, which I started in August. It's a mobile detailing business called Bright Mobile Detailing. Uh, my last name is Bright. Um, yeah, so I'm excited for the spring. That's that's pretty much my little bio, my little blurb about myself. But I'm looking forward to the spring. A lot of big things to come. Uh, I'm excited to talk about it for sure. Okay, so when you say you started your business in August, August of 2020? Yes. During the pandemic, we were yep. in the thick of things. So tell me a little bit about that experience. Have, have you um, had a, did you have a business before that? Um, is, do you have entrepreneurs in your family? What kind of motivated you to start this business and especially to start it during the pandemic? Yeah, sure. So my dad is an entrepreneur. He owns two companies uh, that he started. He was also a, a military veteran. He was in the Marine Corps for 28 years. So that's how I grew up in the military, we moved around all the time. He retired, uh, eventually started his two companies. So I've had that influence in my life since I was probably nine, 10, uh, which has definitely played a role in my aspirations to be an entrepreneur. But how it started was, so last March we were in, in school and the pandemic blew up in America and things were shutting down. Schools were shutting down left and right. 
And my school told us, look, we're going to go home for spring break. After the spring break, we'll come back. We'll see how it goes and play it by ear. So we're like, okay, we'll have spring break and we'll come back. At least we'll have a little bit of school left. But Alabama, University of Alabama shut down. Auburn had shut down at this point. So it wasn't looking good. And that was on that was on Thursday. And then on Friday, the next day, we got an email that said, move all your stuff out by Monday, where we're not coming back after spring break. So in a matter of a day, all the seniors' years ended. If you're playing sports, the season ended. I was a junior at the time, luckily. Uh, it was still sad just to have to leave automatically. You just say bye to your friends and don't see them for four months. Um, but yeah, so that's what happened to me in March and a lot of college kids. But after that, I went home probably three days, four days before I realized I wasn't, I, I couldn't just like sit at home for months on end, not doing anything. So I got a job at the only place hiring, which is my local Domino's pizza. So I delivered Domino's pizza for probably two or two, three months, very consistently on a schedule. And, um, it was good money at the time. I mean, as good as Domino's pizza money gets, but it's better than making nothing, but it all, it was not, uh, stimulating. It was very repetitive and monotonous, but it was me being out of the house, making some money, at least that's how I thought about it. And while I was working, I was listening to podcasts or listening to YouTube videos, whatever I could do in the car. Uh, and I just keep my headphones in the whole time, the whole shift. So I was constantly learning and I always knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur and I've started little businesses here and there with my friends. Like in high school, I started a few, uh, in early college, I started a couple, but they were just small businesses that were kind of just playing around with that never really took off. And that, that was also a big lesson I learned because I always started companies with friends and it ended up, I wanted it more than them. And then they, they wouldn't pick up their half of the, the deal. And then it just kind of would fade fizzle out. So on this new company, so let me back up. In probably July, late July or August, I quit my Domino's job. I saved up enough money and I was just getting, I just got tired of delivering pizzas. Uh, and I ended up cleaning my own car, detailing my own car. And I had all this stuff in my basement, I learned. And I was like, I wonder if I could get people to pay me to do this, like in my neighborhood, at least like, at least get a couple people. I was not thinking about like a full business at this point. I was just thinking about making some money. So I was actually at a party when I fully committed to the idea. I was at a party and I was explaining this idea to one of my friends. And I was like, I really think I can make some money with this. Like, it, I mean, it's not that hard. Take me a few hours and I can charge like this much. And I kind of talked myself into it at that party. And while I was there on my phone, I went to FedEx Kinko's and I ordered a hundred flyers and I folded the flyers up like full page flyers, folded them up and put them in mailboxes around my neighborhood. And that was how I got my first four five, six clients. Uh, and that made me, I mean, $500, a little over $500 off of my $20 investment of hundred flyers. So it went well for, for the first, first week. And then those people ended up talking to their friends. So I got a couple business, uh, more business like that. And then that's when it kind of clicked. I was like, I think I can keep this going for like a pretty long while, at least the rest of the summer. We'll see how it goes into the school year. Uh, and that's when I started doing some real marketing. Um, and the business kind of took off from there. I started school 
Uh, I hired one of my friends to do the details while I worked on actually building the business. Uh, I just paid him per car. I got an accountant. Uh, that I mean, a lot of big things happened once the school year got into it, and I got more systematic with my marketing. But that's that's really how uh, that's how the business got started. Oh my goodness! So it looks like you tapped into an area where there was already a demand, right? People need to get their cars detailed, and you kind of tapped into something that um, that you were excited about doing, you were willing to do. Um, you saw where there was an opportunity there. So that's amazing that you did that. But my question for you is how do you balance it all? Because it seems like your business has really taken off. It is really successful. You're just 22 years old, you're a senior in college and you're an athlete, you're playing basketball. You're still in the season right now, right? You all are actively playing games? Yeah, we're, we're mid season right now. Wow, so how are you finding time to balance all of this? So any tips you have about um, keeping your schedule together, running a business and doing other things. Just share that with us. <laughs> yeah. So in the fall, COVID kind of pushed our season back a little bit. So we didn't start workouts and practice uh, as early as we normally would. So in the fall, I was working on customer relationship management, uh, keeping the supplies stocked and marketing while my friend Matt, I hired him to come do the actual details. So he would go do the details. I would schedule them. I would get more customers. So that kind of saved me time when I didn't actually have to go out and do the details. Uh, it costed, it cost more because I had to pay him, but the trade-off was better because I can focus on growing the business. So that was how we, that's how I managed my time in this fall was I split the work. I hired some help while I was in class. Uh, and he was in class too, but we both had enough time to do our, our respective jobs. And then toward December, when basketball really got going, it got cold. So less people want their car detailed when it's cold. And it kind of just worked out that way that it, it, it's just good timing that basketball season while it's cold. So it's still cold now. We're, I'm doing details on my off days. So we get off days like once a week-ish. So I just let people know I'm on a limited schedule right now. Uh, I'm not putting out much marketing right now because of basketball. Uh, so it's just a slow trickle of customers. And I just do them all on my off day, just schedule them all for that one, those one days. Um, and that's how it'll, that's how it went for January and December. Uh, the other thing is I started blocking out my schedule. So every day in my phone, I have blocks of time for everything that I'm going to do that day. So I know exactly when to segue into the next thing. Like I wake up at I wake up at six or in between six and six thirty now every day, uh, which gives me more time than I usually. That's another tip, I guess. I used to not wake up on any schedule. I just wake up whenever and then start and kind of haphazardly do tasks throughout the day uh, and hope hope I got them done. Now I kind I know when I'm going to wake up and I know when I go to bed, so I have th that many hours to get work done. And then in my phone, I block out the time for how much you know, when everything's going to take. So I had this interview in there. After this, I'm going to work out. Then I have another interview at noon. So it, I, I just kind of keep track of it there. And that that helps me stay on track way better than haphazardly just doing tasks whenever I feel like it. But yeah, that's how I've managed my time. And then in the spring, we'll, we'll see how the time management goes. Uh, it's, it's going to get harder because uh, I started a podcast. So I'm doing that now also. So I've got the business that I'll be ramping back up in February, 
mid-February. Um, and there, there's some big things going on there. And then I've got the podcast that I'm going to do. I do two episodes a week and then class. So I, I'm taking three classes, which isn't bad, but they're two upper level business classes. And then one kind of easier class uh, that I just took for, to get a credit. So three classes, it's not that bad, but we'll see how the time management works out. Uh, if I can get everything done, I think I, I think I can, but it's definitely going to be a, a struggle for the beginning part, at least. Definitely. I like that you mentioned schedule blocking. That's something I do with my own schedule. And I've actually been doing since I was a student. Um, and so I think it's very, um, it's interesting, but also very exciting that you're a student while you're starting your business. I think it gives you a way that you have to manage your time, right? Like you have no choice. You have to go to class, you have these things. So it kind of forces you to schedule your time. You know, I think that we won't say how many years ago that was when I was in college and all the things I was able to get done, right? Yeah. But I had schedule blocks. I had a certain amount of time um, through the day, the way I schedule my classes. So classes at certain times, uh, cause I was a daytime class person and not a nighttime class person and then a certain time for my internship and a certain time, you know, for my off-campus job. And so all those things. So I think it's incredible that you're a student and that you're using the power of schedule blocking to manage your time. That's amazing. And something you said about waking up at a set time, I think that's important. I think you have to show up for yourself, um, you know, and, and have that set time. Like you said, you stop just kind of waking up whenever, you know, and so I think there's an intention behind that. And that's really important that, you know, you're thinking about what time you're getting up, you're thinking about what you have to do during the day you know, as you said, to the different tasks and you're grouping those together or schedule blocking. So I think that's incredible. So I want to ask you, if you had to do it all over again, what would you do differently? In terms of the business? In terms of the business. Hmm. I would have not worked at Domino's and I would have started it earlier. I think if, okay. I, think if I started this business in... March or April, whenever I was right, just got out of school, we would have made a lot of money and I would have been at a lot better place when I started school. I would have had more time to plan uh, and kind of automate more of the business. And we would just been more in a role uh, when I got in school. It was kind of, I was kind of just fixing things and just figuring things out on the fly when school started because I had limit, more limited time. Uh, but I think if we had an entire summer to, to get rolling and get some marketing automation and, and uh, that kind of stuff, I think we would have been in a better spot than we are now. We're, we're still in a good spot, but more time, the better, really. That, that's what I, I, I can't believe I didn't, I worked at Domino's for so long looking back at it because it just doesn't seem like something I would do. But I was just, you're just hearing everything about the pandemic and how it's, crushing the economy and you don't think about all the opportunities that are still out there. Uh, but yeah, that's definitely what I would have done differently. Start, start earlier. That's good. You would have started earlier. I think that's reflecting back um, many entrepreneurs, I guess, once they get over that little bit of fear of how will this go? Like, will people be receptive to my idea, to my business? Will they like my product or my service? So I think reflecting back, and when you kind of get going, 
and you see that, oh, I have something here. I think that's a good reflection, you know, in saying that I probably would have started sooner. Um, so I think it's important to note that. So I thank you so much for uh, just sharing about your story, your business, and how you're able to manage your schedule and plan out your day and all of that. Any other final tips that you would like to share uh, with the listeners um, about um, being a business owner or about this journey of entrepreneurship? Uh, yeah, I would just say if you're on the fence about starting a business, uh, I would take the leap and do it. I would, I would make sure you can handle the risk. I would plan for worst case scenario. What, what, what does it look like? If you have a job, you have a family to support, you got to have some, some kind of income or at least some savings to support your family. But if you're worried about the risk or worried about if you're going to succeed or not, I think you should just dive in. I think you're far more likely to succeed if you do your market research and, and have a plan in place than fail, especially if you're a hard worker. There might be more people with more money, uh, more talent, smarter than you, but the one thing they can't out, outdo you in is work ethic. You can always work harder. It doesn't take any more money to work harder. Um, and that's, that's, that's really, that's what I would say to, to be my last tip. That's awesome. How can the listeners um, connect with you? Of course, I'll put it in the show notes, but I want to make sure for um, those listeners that may be, you know, driving and, you know, listening and all of that, if you don't mind sharing how they can connect with you on any social media and if you have a website as well. Yeah, sure. Uh, so you can connect me with me on Instagram. It's at Bruce Bright Jr. I'm, I'm really active on there. Um, you can also go to my podcast website. It's adventuresofanentrepreneur.co.co. Uh, and I'm also on there all the time. You can, all my contact information's on there. Um, but yeah, those, those two places are really where you can find me the most often. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing with us today, Bruce. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me on. It was fun. And that's it for this episode of the Entrepreneur Happy Hour podcast. If you haven't already rated and reviewed my show, leave your feedback. Do that today. Whether you're listening on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify, your review shows off your fan status and helps other future listeners find this podcast. I love hearing from my listeners, and I would love to hear from you. Send me a note at hello at theentrepreneurhappyhour.com. Until next episode, I'll see you over on the Entrepreneur Happy Hour Facebook community.